We didn't talk about that. We talked about it on the podcast. Third of all, where like the, the R is you? Answer I, with Gray. I, I put with Aaron in parentheses afterwards. <sighs> That's so crusty, dude. No, it's not. It's catchy. Okay, let's go. Ready? Everybody, welcome back to the Into Light podcast for the second rendition of Banter with Bray. And Bray loves this name so much. <laughs> Don't. First of all, can we just say, Aaron did not get approval, okay? He did not get approval of the name, Age. We were still deciding. And Aaron said, whatever, Bray, let's not answer my text messages. That's fair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, we're so excited for this. Because I think this is probably most relevant to our lives currently to that, yeah. than anything else we've talked about. Probably most of our listeners, too. Yeah, I would say so. Um, but we are going to talk about Calix's podcast. And we're so grateful for Calix and Joe for coming on. But we want to talk about um, just a couple points of what me and Aaron both really liked from it. And Aaron's going to start with the first one because he's liked that one. Yes. Okay, so there's a lot of things. I mean, everybody from my personal life right now, Dating is a very applicable topic that I want to learn more about. Yeah. Because so far, I can't say that my dating life has been the most successful. Well, also, we haven't got, gotten received guidance in the scriptures from prophets, nothing. Yeah, so I remember there was a... We're riding solo here. There's a John By The Way talk that's yeah. called, like, What I Wish I Would Have Known When I Was Single. Exactly. And he says, what is there about dating in the scriptures? And he's like, First Nephi something something says... And I, Nephi, took one of the daughters of Ishmael <laughs> to wife. Just took her. He just took her. He, <laughs> That's how you do it. <laughs> That's the dating in the scripture. It's what the Book of Mormon says. <coughs> Anyways. Oy. One of the one of the main takeaways I got from Calix's episode is how often her and Joe talked about peace. Yeah, when they were dating. And peace was not something that Calix was very accustomed to in relationships. And not necessarily something I feel like I have been either so far in my dating life, oh, dating fashion. career. Yeah. Um, but just the amount of peace that she felt with Joe, and she said there was a lack of chaos, which she wasn't used to. She's mm-hmm. like, is something wrong with this? Like, that nothing's wrong with this? Like, yeah. is something wrong with us? Yeah, my friend one time said, and I think I said this in the podcast, but not having a red flag is not a red flag. Oh, amen. Wow, that's profound, actually. Yeah. Because I, I was talking to this one guy and I was like, ah, oh, he's too good to be true. Like, there's nothing wrong with him. She's like, Bray, just because there's not a red flag does not mean that there is one that's hiding or, yeah, you know, just let you need this. to make one up. Exactly. He's a good guy. Just let it be. And he was a good guy. Also, we should put in this that Bray's kind of talking to someone right now. <laughs> and he's a good dude. Yeah, he's a cutie. I like him a lot. He's a sweet man bun. <laughs> that's the first thing you said. <laughs> I like your man bun, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that was my first takeaway from from yeah, the podcast. I liked that. I like that. Peace is such a beautiful revelation tool, and I don't think we get it enough, or focus it on enough. Yeah, or that. look for it. Yeah. Um, second thing, and I, I think this is less obvious than the other ones we're going to talk about, but Calix mentions a friend in her story, and how basically this friend like reached out to her in like love and trust, and Calix decided to trust her. And she was completely betrayed by this friend. And I think friendships, especially when dating, get so so weird. Um, it takes they a lot shouldn't of adjustment. Get. Yes, it takes adjustment. Let's say that. But also, I don't I don't know about guys, but for girls, like when there's a guy that they're like going after in like a friend group or something, it gets like really territorial. 
and it gets weird. That's fair. And and you just feel betrayed from your friends because they start spending more time with Yeah, their, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, kind of like that. But I think just in general, I, that's not even the point I wanted to hit, but that's a thing. Um so beware of that, be, but just be okay with it. Be it, happy for people. Yeah, exactly. Just be happy with <laughs> like hey, if this if, if she likes him and he likes her like their vibe and let him be, you know? That's cool. That's fine. Um when that's, they get shady and like rude and like like lying, that's not fun. But um, I would say sorry, I'm just going to interject one other thing. One of the highest forms of maturity Mm-hmm. is being happy for other people's yeah. happiness yeah that's hard yeah yeah especially in provo when everyone's freaking dating and <laughs> later have kids um or trying to yeah. we got a bunch of thirsty people out there, <laughs> anyways that is not we've, anything we've i wanted to talk about thirsty person at one we have or been, but some show it a little <laughs> more than others like be a little low-key about your thirstiness that's <laughs> We don't need to know that much. <laughs> Anyways, that literally none of that I wanted to talk <laughs> about. But um, I wanted to talk about toxic friendships um, and letting go of those. If you have been friends with somebody since you were like three years old and you're just friends with them for pure history or convenience, reevaluate that friendship and see if it's getting you anywhere. If you both are filling each other's cups. And I think this applies to a regular relationship too. If this person you didn't have them in their life would they be filling a need that you don't have in another way and i think that's how we should evaluate friendships it's not a tit for tat thing but it's like do you fill my cup when my cup needs to be full or are you just taking from my cup the whole Mm -hmm. time so yeah that's what i think about friends and being around people that inspire you to be better yeah yeah and i think that's with relationships too Mm mm-hmm to be in a relationship with I have them. I have like there's probably three or four people in my life where when I'm with them I just genuinely want to be like the best person yeah. in the world mm-hmm. and that's those are like my most rewarding friendships yeah I, I agree I agree you're one of them Aaron for me dude Bray right back at you <laughs> that's the biggest lie ever okay number three <laughs> gosh dang it <laughs> uh, Aaron knows he lied okay number three stop we're talking about is love and i think love is such i want to go more in depth on it when we have older people on our podcast because i had a really cool dream the other night about love and how i was so blessed to have experienced love at such a young age so that now that when i am dating i understand how i can love and the capacity it is to feel loved and to love. And obviously that capacity is way more than what I knew as a 19-year-old. But mm-hmm. love is such a beautiful thing. And it's not toxicity. It's not chaos. But when finding love, there's so much peace behind that. And I think Calix and Joe talk about that really beautifully. Is that it was like so chill. There was no like toxicness or chaosness. It was just like, let's just let's just be us. Let's just be peaceful. Let's just love life. Mm. What is what is love to you, Bray? Oh, love is such a hard thing. Um, I think I think love is genuinely a hundred percent like you said before, it's so hard to be happy when other people are happy. But I think it's that, but I also think it's like wanting to give your a hundred percent to somebody every mm. day, every second of every day. And that hundred percent is so different all the time. And I think if you feel that way about someone, love is there for sure. Yeah, and I think it it uh, pertains to romantic relationships as much as it does to friend relationships because oh for sure like what we were just talking about with people that make you want to become a better person i mean you love those people that have high expectations for you right when you have that high expectation Mm -hmm. i i i love that yeah and you want you want better for them than they want for themselves yeah 
And I, I can say that so much that's, about that's some of my friends. That's a good way to put it, yeah. Um, and, like, I've been that way with, like, my love in the past. And I think that is a true testament of what love is. Mm. And it's a feeling you can't describe. I love that. Yeah. Well, the next next point we wanted to hit was um, Provo party culture. Just kidding. It's Provo <laughs> dating culture, but Bray's handwriting on her note sheet. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little out there. <laughs> but... um. <laughs> We're gonna make a we're gonna make a reel from this episode from Calix, and I think the clip that we chose is her talking about being okay. My thing about it was being okay with failure. She finally got to the point where she's like, "I'm not where I want to be right now, so I need to put myself out there mm-hmm. and take risks and be okay if it doesn't work out." And you know what? That is definitely something for the ladies to understand out here in Provo, and for and the dudes dating in general. Yeah, if you get like rejected if you don't put effort in where effort is due nothing's gonna happen you can't just expect a guy to keep putting in effort and you not putting in effort to make it seem like you're too clingy Mm. that's a good point yeah that's i mean i felt that before so many times yeah yeah me and the guy we were talking about we were just talking about that today i think it's okay to it's okay to be hopeful right yeah for sure it's okay to be hopeful and and have dreams and express how you're actually feeling Mm -hmm. with the awareness yeah, that it could not sure. work out. For sure. I think another thing with Provo dating culture I want to talk about is everyone's like, oh, Provo dating culture sucks here. It's so, it's the worst. I honestly, people like, I, I hate that answer. I really do because it's all what you make it. Okay. If you want to be out there being a hoe, be a hoe. Okay. Do whatever you want. <laughs> there's, there's a culture for that in Provo too. But if you just want to just chill and vibe and find somebody and just date, just date. Go on dates. You're not going to fall in love with every single person you want to date with. You're That's not going to okay. fall in love and marry the person, like every boyfriend you have. It's just not going to happen. And that's okay. That's the point of dating, though. Dating as crazy? in dating as in life. You put your heart into it and you do what you feel is best. And if it doesn't work out, that's okay. It doesn't okay. work out. And it's fine. Really, this is much, as much of a reminder to me as it is to everybody yeah, else. That's listening I need to you this. to get on this. <laughs> I want grandbabies. But <laughs> the crap does that mean you should have kids <laughs> um i thought we were engaged not you're my mom <laughs> <laughs> but going along with this it's our our last point that we wanted to make is about playing the victim really no one likes being around a victim yeah and it's and i think calyx talks about it really profoundly and we talked about this a lot in the past but the trauma that you undergo in your life does not define you and it does not have to define you and it doesn't have to define you the rest of your life. Mm. Um, and so if you continue to define yourself as that trauma, then it will define you because that's all you talk about. But if you want to grow and become a better person and become a progressive person and somebody who wants to learn and love and get to know people and just be better for the world, then you won't, stay in your victim mentality you'll want to get out of that and you'll want to be better i don't know if i said that i don't think no. that was very sensitive because there is a time where you are a victim you mm-hmm. are a victim who you you need help you need a way to to mourn mm-hmm. and i think being in a victim mentality allows you to mourn mm-hmm. however staying in that victim mentality yes, yes. is where the issue comes yeah, and I, th- I feel like it's so cliche to say this as well, but I found the most rewarding relationships I've ever had, romantic or not, have been when I'm becoming the person I want to be around. 
And that's the, op- that's the opposite yeah. of a victim mentality, right? Yeah. It's, it's taking control of your actions. And if you're not the person that you want to be right now, become that person through your actions. And if you have a hard time making those actions, pretend like you're doing those actions. Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, just you can't expect something from somebody and you not be that person, you yeah. know, especially yeah. when dating. Are you kidding? Like, I don't want this Angel Moroni man if I'm not. Uh, Stripling angel Moroni man with huge pecs and I mean, biceps. And what can I say? <laughs> Six, eight, and brown is what I'm looking for. Man bun. <laughs> man bun. <laughs> but yes. Anything else about that? Because I, yeah. No. I think, I mean, take this with a grain of salt. I'm not even just talking about romantic relationships, but friends in general is becoming the person you want to hang around. Yeah. Be a good person. <sighs> I work with patients all day and they're just like, some people are just, I'm like, dude, life is not that bad. Like it really isn't like you are not at an eye doctor appointment. Well, and I feel like one of the reasons that me and you are such good friends is because our ambition levels are like both really high and we relate well to that because we're both ambitious and want to try new things. Yeah. And it's the same thing with, we're friends. Yeah. Yeah. We are friends. <laughs> Oh, guys, thank you so much for <laughs> listening to this. Our banter with Bray and Aaron is really fun. I, I kind of like what we did instead of the resource I, yeah, episode. Yeah, I look forward to these a lot. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah, but if you guys have any suggestions on if you guys the format, hate this, let us know. Yeah, Brother Harrington, we would love a text <laughs> message. <laughs> you are our biggest critic and our biggest <laughs> fan, and we love it. I, I don't know if he listens to these ones, but whatever. We appreciate all the listens. Whoever's out there listening, we love you for real. Especially Brother Harrington. Especially Brother Harrington. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, guys. Wait, I want to give a quick shout out. Next week, we have, we say this all the time, but literally one of our best friends in the whole world, Cassie Arnita. Yeah. It's coming on the show. This episode is going to knock your freaking socks off and get you so fired up to praise Jesus. Yeah, it's a little, little Christian lovey song singing hands in the air. I literally wanted to put my hands in the air and just praise. (laughs) I love it. The whole episode. (laughs) Get ready for that. Cassie's on next week. Yeah. We love you all so much. Bye.